Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, celebrating 20 years of bringing the outdoors to Colorado radio, here's Terry Wickstrom. All right, we're back, and we are going right to the phones because one of our favorite contributors and somebody who has a very large presence at the International Sportsman's Show and a great time. I mentioned coming by and talking to me, but this is a time you can listen to him, give his uh, his programs, and you can also uh, get to meet him. And uh, despite the hard time I get him, he really is a nice guy, Nate Zielinski. Good morning, Terry. I, I like it. That's like three openers in a row now where you've been very friendly. I, uh, I'm excited I, I, about it. I, you know, I think I've been ill. I don't know. I just, you know, before we get <laughs> before we get into things, one thing I haven't talked about enough over the last few weeks that's coming up is the walleye panel. And we always get a great turnout for that. And you, myself, Dan Swanson, and Brad Peterson will all be in that panel. And that is just a great way to cover walleye fishing in Colorado, isn't it? You know, Terry, it is. And I, like we said, Joe, I, I've been doing walleye seminars every day at the show. I have a, a walleye seminar at 11.30 day even. But regardless of what your presenters talk about with walleye, everybody always has a question that never quite get answered during a, a traditional seminar. You know, we all have our struggle points. We all have our questions. And this is a time to where you, the angler yourself, get to ask your question to get your answers. To where, you know, whether it's about the front range water, maybe you're going to go to Wyoming, whether you're tournament fishing, whatever. Whatever your questions are, we're going to be able to answer them right there on the spot. So it's great for, for people with very select questions. They, they have intel that they want to acquire, uh, and we're going to answer their questions right there. So, so I love it. I love that format. love that style, which has always really worked out to, to get questions answered and help everybody become a better angler. Oh, you're abs- absolutely right. Um, and it is, it is one of our... Um... One of our favorite times because uh, it's kind of like a, an enlarged part of the new uh, the new experts panel we're doing, which you did some. That's been a great addition, hasn't it? I mean, that new expert. It has. Absolutely. Where we get um, crowds and we'll talk a little bit about that. But this walleye panel is always one of our most attended um Always one of our most attended seminars. And I'm, I'm looking up the time. I forgot. I think it's two thirty or one thirty. It's one thirty. The yep, walleye one, panel. One thirty, right there, right there at the demo tank. Okay, and 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 again, and there's always giveaways. By the way, every one of these guys and myself bring a few things. So when you ask a question, you'll get something in return. But the real value is just the knowledge we share. I mean, look at the people we have. You're you've been guiding on Colorado waters for walleyes for forever. It just you nineteen just, years now, Terry. Yeah, I know you know these waters so well, and you're also a very accomplished tournament angler who's participated in national and local tournaments. You put on your own walleye tournament schedule. Dan Swanson was PWT Rookie of the Year and qualified for the PWT Championship, and nobody knows electronics better than him. Brad Peterson was at Camp Fish within Fisherman, and he's done really well in walleye tournaments. In fact, I think he might even won one of your events or placed in it, but they were Team of the Year for the Walleye Club last year. And and then, you know, I'm going to hang out there and see if there's anything I can add. So, you know, it's a pretty good group. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very good group. And, you know, talk about giveaways. I'm sitting here in my booth right now. And, uh, you know, a great partner of mine, Bass Pro Shops. We have Johnny Moore's Signature Series Rods and Reels. I think I probably am bringing 
you know, roughly speaking, probably five, $600 worth of rod and reel combos that we're going to give away at this panel. Uh, so there's giveaways, there's knowledge. Uh, it is definitely the place to be. And, you know, so I'm starting off the walleye day on the tank at 1130. So I'll be talking at 1130, talking walleye at 130. We have the panel, um, but literally all day between the expert corner, which is a table where you get your questions answered, the tank, the hunting seminars, the fly fishing seminars, talking to people at their booth. Uh, ISE is the place to be on this Saturday morning. For oh, sure. with, without question, Nate. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on, too. We'll get back to ISC in a minute. Um, got some ice fishing tournaments you're trying to get going on. When is your next one? Yeah, so so we had our event at Wellington Lake last week. Obviously, I wasn't able to call in. Matt Inslee from Tightline called in uh, to do the show last week. We had really limited service at Wellington, but what a great event. We had a, a higher take on fish than we've ever had. Um, so there was, you know, roughly speaking, 150 fish caught at Wellington last week. So it was great to see really high catch rates. Uh, a lot more people even caught fish than that. We just didn't record them. So a lot of anglers knew they, they had already weighed, uh, you know, a one- or two-pound fish. Uh, they caught a smaller fish they didn't weigh it. So we saw a ton of fish get caught at Wellington last week. So that's exciting. We're at ISE until Sunday here in Denver. And then next week, the whole Tightline crew, we head out to Utah. We're at Starvation Reservoir right in the town of Duchesne. Uh, so we're excited about that. That's a real big tournament for us in Utah. So we'll be gone all next weekend in Utah at that tournament. Then we come back, actually hold a couple of corporate events. And then our next Colorado ice addiction event is at Grand Lake February 9th and we're excited about this the whole town's lighting up for us um, so it's really going to be a, a great event at Grand Lake on February 9th that uh, is a great tournament because you never know what's going to win at the Grand Lake tournament we have rainbows we have browns and we have a lot of lake trout last year it was a smaller lake trout like a three pound lake trout that won that event but you never know when that big 15 20 pound laker is going to cr- scroll through that uh, that tournament and possibly present the opportunity at a giant fish taking the win at that event. So February 9th, the Grand Lake, there's still a ton of tickets for sale. All that happens at tightlineoutdoors.com. Uh, but we're excited about that. And if you're down here at the ISE booth, stop by. We'd love to talk to you about the tournaments. We can walk you through what they are. And there's a lot of people that have unfamiliar with our style tournament. There's no doubt it's a very unique style event. Uh, so come down here at ISE. We'd love to talk to you, walk you through it, tell you why we do it, tell you the benefits of the, the fair playing field, no cheating, the elimination of knowledge of the lake where you're forced to, to rely on your own angler skill. Uh, so, yeah, come down to ISE. We'd love to talk to you about the tournament and uh, get you all set up. Well, I have to, if I have to rely on skill, I'm not going to enter. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nate, um, I know you guys have been at ISC and getting ready for ISC, but I'm sure you've had some guide trips over the last few weeks. What is going on out there? What do you say? I mean, the Front Range ice has definitely been really iffy. I hate to even tell anybody. We had a little cooler the last couple of days. There's probably some bays and some shallow areas you can get on and fish. But, boy, be careful. But where are you seeing good access and good you, you fishing? You know, it's that. So we've still been spending a ton of time in South Park. So 11 miles fishing really well for trout, pike, and salmon. Uh, again, not putting a huge focus on pike until it gets a little later in the season, but the trout bite's very consistent. The kokanee bite's really starting to kind of fall together, so we love that. Antero is still fishing great. Again, if you're going to Antero, we just keep preaching kind of the same thing. Avoid the crowds. If you're going to Antero, if you show up on a spot and there's, you know, a million holes right there, kind of keep moving on. Avoid the pressured areas, and you're going to find a lot of fish. And then, obviously, the front range, you know, guys are fishing it. There is a good walleye bite taking place, but you have to be extremely cautious. Now that we have snow on the ice, 
it's kind of harder to see the springs, watch for the expansion crafts. Um, so again, you know, obviously not everybody listens to us, you know, on the safety thing, but if you do fish the front range, use extreme caution. There are guys out, uh, but again, that can change hour by hour the conditions we have. We now have a lot of weight on the ice with some of the snow, uh, so just use caution at that. But regardless, the South Park bite is fishing very well, and I know a lot of the lake trout fisheries around town or around the mountains are also fishing extremely well. So we're seeing a lot of big lake trout, uh, you know, just as those bigger bodies of water are freezing, as the Blue Mesas are freezing, the Grambies, the Williams Fork, um, you know, all those bodies of waters are, are now capping, letting anglers get out there on the ice. Uh, and there are some very big fish coming around in that. So it is definitely a good time to get out there, but but use caution if you're on some of those lakes that have frozen in the, in the really recent couple days. Yeah, and one thing I want to mention is because we've had this warmer weather on the front range, a lot of people have you know, they've lost some of their inspiration to do some ice fishing. And and, and I know that it, it's been really questionable on the front range, and you can sneak out and catch some fish, and then the next day that spot is bad, or you should always be incredibly careful. But the weather, weather has been normally cold enough in the mountains where these big lakes that take a while to uh, ice up have iced up, and they're going to get better. And we're still going to have a lot of ice fishing going probably right into April. So don't put your ice fishing gear away. You may have to drive an extra half hour or an hour, but, boy, we're getting into some of the best ice fishing of the year, Nate. I mean, absolutely. We'll really get in the hall of it again. You know, the, 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 everything's just starting to freeze in that lower elevation. The hall are rock solid. You know, we're seeing 14 to 18 inches of ice in a lot of the South Park lakes. Uh, you know, I got lakes like Jefferson. We're well into the 20-inch range. You know, and those lakes are going to keep holding. So that fishing is really just starting. Again, you talk about the big bodies, the Grambies, the Williams Fork. I mean, it's literally early ice season for us there just because it's just in the last, you know, week to, to two weeks that we started getting ice. So, you know, some people start their season early in October, November, hiking into high country lakes. But these bigger body lakes, this is literally early ice season for us right now. It's that prime bite for a lot of these fish that have not seen a bait, seen a presentation, had any pressure for, for months now since the boating season closed down. So it is, it is definitely prime ice season, and the bite's going to last. Take advantage of it. And I also say, you know, if you're an angler, it helps to stay on that bite. So if you are a, an ice angler, you know, hit the same body's water a couple times. Stay up on the fish. Instead of hitting a lake, catching some fish, and then abandoning it for, you know, several weeks or a month before you go again, keeping up with your bites, that's probably the biggest benefit of being a guide or an avid angler. Um, you know, we get to stay on the bite. So, you know, all we get to do is, you know, figure out the right color, the right presentation to catch it. But, you know, very rarely are we not on the fish because we stay with the fish. And I think anglers that have the ability or try to stay with the fish a little bit, you know, more consistently than not, it will drastically help your, your average take at the end of the day just because you know where the fish are at. You know what they're doing. All you got to do is just kind of tweak that right presentation. You're going to catch fish. So staying on that bite will help. So, so the ice isn't here. Get on that ice and, uh, and have a great time. With it. All right. Recap where you're going to be at the ISC show today. Absolutely. So today we start off at 1130 on the tank. So you walk in the front door, walk right past Sun Honda, go straight down the aisle to the tank. You know, walleye seminar at 1130 there. It'll be a half hour, 40 minute seminar covering front range walleye techniques. We're talking about, you know, small advantages that'll help you set aside. We're going to talk about new techniques for jigging rafts. We're talking about adding plastics to a slow death style technique. Talking about swim baits. We're talking about everything that I do as a guide here at Chatfield, Cherry Creek, 
Pueblo. So it's, it's all the information that you need to know. Then we have our walleye panel at 1.30. So excited about that. Obviously, get your questions answered. And then at 2.30, uh, immediately after the walleye panel, I run over to the uh, casting tank. And we have a casting seminar uh, and a casting demonstration competition, you could say. And we got some big names here. Uh, you know, Chad LeChance is that Mr. Brett Chapman was a, a major player as a Bassmaster Classic winner. Uh, we got some amazing fly anglers. Will Dykstra's in it. Myself's in it. Uh, so we got some amazing casters at the casting competition. This is going to be a lot of fun. This is worth coming to. You're going to see the crowd. You get to be part of it. Uh, some incredible trick casting is going to be taking place. Uh, so you get to kind of watch that. And that's going to run almost two hours. And then I wrap up my day at the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation calling competition. So I'm a judge uh, at the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation calling competition. I believe that starts uh, at 5 or 5.30. So uh, we got a jam-packed day. I'll be kind of bopping everywhere. Uh, when I'm not doing one of these seminars or presentations, I'll be in our booth at 2603. So you want to book a guide trip. You want to talk about Isidic. You want to just talk about fishing, get some tips. You can always stop by here at 2603. Uh, myself's in the booth. Will Dykstra's in the booth. Matt Insley's in the booth. So uh, you know, we'd love to talk to you. Come down to ISE, stop by booth 2603, and we'll talk some fishing. And I want to remind people of the walleye panel again. All the presenters, you... Uh, Dan Swanson, Brad Peterson, incredible walleye anglers. I even know a little bit about it. I wrote some books for in fishermen, but <laughs> I don't think anybody reads them anymore. But, but, and not only are we going to have great knowledge at that panel, but a lot of giveaways from everybody. So it's going to be fantastic. Nate, I will see you down there in just a, a, maybe about an hour or so. Absolutely. We'll see you soon. All right. Nate Zielinski, really a great asset to the show and worth going down to ISE to uh, visit with. But don't be afraid to go down to ISE for others. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to be joined by some more guys that are at ISE. We'll get some fishing tips, talk about some local bait and tackle, and find out uh, about a special giveaway for kids' rods we're going to do at the International Sportsman's Exposition tomorrow. All that more coming up on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. We are going to go right to the phones. And uh, joining us, uh, a frequent contributor to the show and somebody that is heavily involved at the ISE show. And he's going to tell us about some special giveaways we have for kids and things. And that's Brad Peterson. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Terry. You know, it's a beautiful day to go to the ISE show. It is a perfect day to be out here at the ISE. A little cold outside, but it's nice and warm inside with a lot of Great information and great exhibitors here talking about various products and uh, trips that you could take. And even though we got a little snow, the roads stayed very good. They just got wet, so you don't have to worry about bad roads. And uh, you can come see all of us. Now, I know we got somebody that we're going to introduce here in just a minute, but I want to kind of set the stage. And then after we talk, I want to talk about all the other things you're doing at ISC, too. And maybe even get a few updates on fishing from you before we're done. But... Uh, as we did the last couple of years, next uh, Sunday, tomorrow, we're kind of doing some seminars based on getting started fishing, families, kids, those kind of things. And in conjunction with Sunday trying to be more of a family day, uh, Shakespeare has stepped up and donated over three dozen uh, youth fishing rods that we're going to give away at your seminar tomorrow. And how this is going to work is people need to come and line up by the tank at my booth starting at 12.15. I believe your seminar is at 12.30, right? Yes, it is. Okay, and this is on Sunday now. So at 12.15, you line up, and we're going to give a ticket to the first however many, like three dozen 
kids that show up, but they have to be with a parent. Now, you can have two kids or more with one parent, but no kids that aren't with parents. And they're going to get a ticket, and then they go sit down and listen to your seminar. And then we're going to tell them how they can use that ticket to get a free fishing rod for their kids. Now, another local company has stepped up, and they want to add to that. Why don't you introduce your guests and have them tell us what they're going to do? Yeah, we've been lucky enough to have a, a local company that started up about a year ago called BioBait. They're based out of Littleton. Has uh, you know, we, I talked to them. I've done a lot of stuff with them, and they said, "Hey, we want to help out with this." So we've got Eric on the line from BioBait. He can tell you a little bit more about what uh, they're going to do to even make the prize package better for the kids. Morning, Eric. Morning. How's it going, guys? It's going great. So what what's what's BioBait going to do for these kids? Yeah, yeah, we uh, we have the perfect lure uh, for kids' events, and it's it's a we call it the bio egg. It's uh, it's essentially a synthetic salmon egg that's infused with about double the fish oil that our normal products are. So the, these things, I mean, they last forever. So if you're going out taking the kids fishing, I mean, you can catch fish after fish, and you you, you eliminate that rigging time. Of every time you catch a fish, you got to put a new one on. That goes away with uh, our, our new bio egg. So perfect for the kids to get out fishing. So what I understand is you're going to give a package of those to each kid that gets a rod. Is that right? Exactly. Yep, yep. We've got tons of them. We also have uh, DOW down here with their, uh, their uh, uh, trout tank that they have. So if they want to go out and test them out right away, they've got a lot of our uh, – our bio eggs there as well, so they can really see how uh, how it fishes and come stop by our booth too. And uh, we'd love to come over and give some tips and techniques for uh, how to fish those bio eggs as well. Eric, before we let you go, take a minute or two and tell yeah. us about bio baits. Sure. Uh, local company. We manufacture everything right here in Littleton, Colorado. Um, it's a natural base formula that we have. It's infused with fish oil, so it's um, it, it's not a plastisol bait, which is most of the market. So we pride ourselves on the eco-friendly aspect of it. The tear resistance durability is out of out, unbelievable. And, uh, we just launched our new line, which in my opinion is the most realistic soft plastic, uh, in the world at this point. And we're really showcasing a lot of new designs here at ISC. So make sure you come by and check out our booth, uh, 2700 when you're here too. We've got some stuff that will really blow you away. All right, booth 2700, and you're going to donate an egg. Uh, is it a package, or how does it come packaged? It's a, it's, a pa- we, it's a pack of 100 of them, and we call them a lifetime supply of eggs. They just last forever. I might have to get one of those and try them. I bet they oh. were great ice fishing, too. Um, they're amazing ice fishing. All yeah, right, well, I use them all the time. Eric, thank you so much for stepping up to make this even to make tomorrow even a better day for the kids. Give your booth Absolutely. number again so people can stop by and talk to you. Sure, we're at uh, booth twenty seven hundred. There's about uh, ten of us here uh, just to make sure we can talk to everybody and help everybody. So stop on by and see us if you guys want to talk fishing. That's that's what we're here for. Eric, I'm going to let you go, but I'll see you down at the show in about an hour. Sounds good. I'll see you soon. Thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us. Brad, that is just super for those guys to step up. You know, you and I are really work so hard to put this together to get those kids to get those kids in there. And it's just really special when these companies, Shakespeare with the rods, BioBait with the eggs, step up and really make it good for the kids. There's, so, in, again, tomorrow at Brad's seminar, Brad's seminar is at 1230. At 1215 tomorrow, 
Uh, we've got about three dozen rods from Shakespeare. We're going to have you line up at the booth, and as long as we're going to give you a ticket, as long as those tickets last, and we only have about three dozen, so you want to get lined up at 12.15. We're not going to let you line up before that. Then you go listen to Brad's seminar, and when he's done, you're all going to get the bio bait, and you're going to get a chance to, uh, we're going to tell you how you can redeem that, redeem that ticket at the show and leave with a youth fishing rod. Brad, let's talk a little bit about today, though. What all have you got going on today? Well, uh, today, starting at 12 o'clock, I'm doing a how to rig and fish plastics, and I'll be talking about some of the biobait plastics right there at the expert corner. Then at 1.30, which if people didn't already get the answer to your trivia question there, um, we just gave them another hint, is the walleye panel, and I'm going to be there with Nate and Dan Swanson. And then at 5 o'clock, I'm at the Expert Corner again, talking about some hot new techniques for walleye fishing. And then tomorrow, tell us about your seminar you're doing tomorrow along with this rod giveaway. Yeah, tomorrow is a Let's Get Started seminar. We've kind of been doing something like this for the last three years. And it's geared towards people who are new to fishing or taking out new anglers. So it talks about some of the things to make sure that the the new anglers get a fun experience, get the basic knowledge that they need to to go out and catch fish. Because we all got hooked on fishing because we actually were catching some fish. It's that tug at the end of the line that gets everyone excited. So the goal is to try and give you some tips and tricks to make the experience fun and to get some of those fish caught here locally for the, the kids, the new anglers, and Get more people out there, you know, get them away from the Xbox and back to the tackle box. And, of course, remember that uh, the, the same seminar tomorrow, we're giving away the kids' rods and some, some baits with that. And, of course, today that walleye panel is always well attended, Brad. Brad, we're going to let you yeah. go. I will see you down there in about, well, probably an hour or so. All right. Sounds good, Terry. Thanks. You bet. Brad Peterson, just a great resource to the show. Really helps us out. Always great. We're going to take a quick time out, and we're going to be joined by uh, the people from Colorado Clays right here on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports, Colorado's largest ATV and motorcycle dealer. And by the way, they are down at the International Sportsman's Show with a huge layout of ATVs and motorcycles, and they have incredible show deals going on right now. Let's go right to the phones, because also down at the International Sportsman's Exposition, one of our favorite partners, and they've been with us for quite a while now, and we always enjoy what they have to talk about and certainly what they have to offer, and that's uh, Corey's with us from Colorado Clays. Good morning, Corey. Good morning, Terry. You know, we're so glad we don't have to talk to JR this morning. <laughs> now, that's not true. We love JR. Just remind people that if they come out to the facility not to talk fishing with him, because then you'll get text pictures of fish for the next six right, months. Yeah. You know, you know, so. <laughs> he no, loves you, to razz people. <laughs> you guys are all great. We love you guys. One of the reasons you're such a special partner to us is the way you treat people, the way you interact, and the friends you do make. I mean, you feel like family when you come out there. But people who haven't been able to get out there have a special opportunity right now because you do have a booth just down from ours at ISE, and I think that allows you to kind of talk about the facility in more of a personal basis, don't you? Oh, yeah. I just love this week at the Sports Expo. You're, you know, we're 
filled with happy people who are trying to figure out how to plan their next adventure or spend their extra resources or their their free time which is which is great and it's it's great to meet new people and tell about our range and there's so many people looking for a place to shoot so and we need a ton of people well you know and that's going to become more and more of an issue people you know where there's less and less um areas of uh, uh, you know used to be you could find some public land out somewhere and do some shooting but restrictions because of growth and because of uh new laws and regulations you know it's tough to shoot anywhere but at a facility one of the great things about colorado clays is there's no membership you just show up and shoot right yep so we're a public shooting range from right here at the convention center we're 30 miles or 30 minutes um just outside of the city of brighton off of interstate 76 so easy right off the highway access um, and, yeah, we're public, so you don't need to buy a membership or pay any entrance fees or anything like that. Now, I think coming down to the show, too, first, I'm sure you've got your video. You have kind of a video uh, tour of the facility, I'm sure, playing there. Is that right? Yeah, we're playing that all day long, and we're actually giving away a drawing for a free round of sporting clays each day. So what a better way to come out and shoot for free, then? Yeah, so you can come, learn about the facility, register, and at the end of the day, you might get uh, a free round of sporting clays. But I also think that, talking to the people in person, because we talk about what great friendly people you are, but you're also extremely knowledgeable. And people, whether they've been shooting a long time, or they're just starting shooting, or they've just got a new firearm maybe for Christmas, or they're taking up some aspect of hunting, whether it's shotgunning rifles, or maybe they're looking for self-defense and they're learning to shoot a handgun, you can talk to these people in person so much better than they can look online, kind of evaluate where they're, where they're at, and then you have access to uh, a great number of personnel that you can, if they need help, you can pair them with those people. If they don't need help, you can kind of point them to what parts of your facilities they should use. Right. What's so fun, especially this time of year when everybody got some fun toys for, for Christmas presents or whatever the case may be, is exposing new people to, to shotgun shooting sports. Well, any any firearms. Um, and we do have experts in all the different realms. We have great handgun instructors. We do concealed carry courses. In April, we'll be kicking off our introductory shotgun courses. So whether you're a beginner or an expert, we have a program or people on our staff that you know we consider to be the best around that can help you get going. And, you know, whether you want to competitively shoot or um, the shotgunning especially, the hunting has gotten so good in Colorado for both upland game and for waterfall. We have some excellent shotgun shooting hunting opportunities. And, of course, there's sighting and rifles for big game and that. But I'm seeing such a growth in those shotgun sports that you have both facilities that you can work on so many different aspects of your shooting. Kind of tell, take people quickly through and tell them what you have. Okay, well, for shotgun shooting sports, we have trap, skeet, and sporting clays. And any of, and all, all of those are great for, you know, warming up or introducing yourself to, you know, practicing for waterfowl. We also have a 100-yard rifle range and a 25-yard handgun range. And we're open six days a week. We're only closed on Tuesdays, and we are open year-round. So any time of year, we can help you get going on any of those. Right, and you do have, I think, uh, you have the wobble trap, which is great for upland game. And you do have, um, I think you have some beginning areas for skeet. Is that right? Well, we sure do. What we actually have that's been really popular is one of our traps that we call, it's like a beginner trap where it's a straight target. And we allow the shooters on that particular trap to walk up closer right behind the trap range. So over Christmas break, it was great. All the families coming out and, you know, introducing the young kids to shooting. And they use that trap as a way to... You know, you said it on your previous segment, the more fish you catch, the more exciting it is to fish. Well, the more targets you hit, you know, it keeps them coming back and they get a better experience. So that's a great way to introduce new shooters, whether it's youth or adults, um, to shotgun shooting. Yeah, I might even be able to hit some of those at that range. (laughs) 
<laughs> JR, we'll get JR to help you. Yeah, JR would have a really good comeback on that, I'll tell you. We go back right. and forth. You know. He's challenging me to shotgun shooting. I said, I'm only going to do it if, he'll, if I can challenge him to handgun shooting because I hold my own there. So we'll, right. we'll see how that comes out. We'll, 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 I do have to come out and shoot more at your place. So, you know, but the thing is, even if you don't want to shoot, first of all, stop by the show today and talk to you. What's your booth number? Uh, 2313, just down the aisle from you. Right. And so stop by and talk and get to know the people. You'll just be overwhelmed by how friendly and wonderful these people are. But if you can't make it to ISC, don't be afraid to drive out and come out and literally kick the tires on the place, right? Because people can come out and just look around. Oh, absolutely. We get that all the time. Just people that want to do a little drive-by or, you know, come in and check it out before they actually bring their um, all their guns and shoot. Yeah, come out anytime. All right. Corey, we're going to let you go, but I'll see you in just a while down at the show. Sounds good. Thanks, Terry. Thanks. That's Corey from Colorado Clays. Great people. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports, Colorado's largest ATV and motorcycle dealer. We are waiting to hook up with Matt Wright from Extreme Instincts. He's a manufacturer of knives and survival equipment. He's also appeared on Naked and Afraid, that uh, discovery program, several times. And he, uh, and he teaches uh, survival classes. We thought we'd hook up and get a, talk a little bit about what he's doing down at the International Sportsman's Show. He may have got tied up with a customer. It gets really busy sometimes Saturday morning down at the show. So we're going to try to get him to hook up. You know, one of the things... I really wanted to talk to Matt about and get his opinion. And this is a pet peeve of mine that happens when I uh, I talk to, I see articles, and you know I write for newspapers, I write for magazines, I throw my opinion out there. But I really try to research them and find out what's going on before I uh, before I put it out there. And I'll see this where somebody was lost or stranded or injured, and they survived in the wilderness for three days by eating bugs. And it just drives me nuts because we give such a bad perception of how to take care of yourself if you are in the wilderness or something bad happens. It, I used to have what we called the 3-3-3 rule. You can go through, and, and these are under normal conditions, okay? The, where you're at can really make a difference. But normally, you can go about three minutes without air. You can go about three days without water, really. You should stay hydrated. It's going to help you. And you can go about three weeks without food, although having something to eat will help. Having just, uh, you know, Matt's with us. Let's go right to the phone now before I put my foot in my mouth and talk to Matt Wright. Good morning, Matt. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. I was just about to embarrass myself. Good thing an expert came on and we can share some information. <laughs> hey, before we get to that, um, really quick, tell people about Extreme Instincts, your company. Yeah, uh, so Extreme Instincts, the company I, uh, I opened up myself back in about 2007 as a, uh, as a way to, I wanted to make better knives for, uh, for myself as a, as a hunting guide. And then I also started to where I taking people out and doing survival classes. I, uh, I, I had a passion myself for for the art of survival, and I kind of wanted to share that passion. So that's when I started Extreme Instincts. Now you live right here in Colorado, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I do. Yep. I uh, was born and raised right here in Colorado. lived up in Conifer for a, uh, for a lot of years. And just made, you know, Colorado's that place that kind of fuels the passion, you know. It's, well, it's hard not to not to be in the outdoors in Colorado. Well, you know, and I've been in the outdoors all over the world. I filmed from the Arctic Circle to the equator. I grew up in northern Minnesota. Uh, I've traveled. And 
I don't think people realize Colorado, as beautiful as it is, is also one of the easiest places to get in trouble outdoors. Oh, without a doubt. It, uh, Colorado, you know, as, as we all talk about our, if you don't like the weather, wait a few minutes. It's a, uh, it, it is a kind of place where it can snow in July and the kind of place that you can get disorientated in mere minutes. So it is, without a doubt, you know, it's, it's going to test anybody's, you know, navigational skills as well as their, you know, preparation. I want to get back to that in a minute because I think the preparation part is so important. But let's talk a little bit about you. How many times have you been on Naked and Afraid? <laughs> and, uh, I've been on a, I've been on Naked and Afraid actually uh, four times now. Uh, three of them have aired. Uh, one of them still due to air this day, uh, this next year. Um, so, but uh, it, it's been wild. So you do know a little bit about surviving, but, and, and that's you know I mean you've not only talked talk the talk, but you walk the walk. <clears throat> and I want to get back to that first. Let's but when you, if we come to your booth at ISC, tell us where it's located and what will we see at your booth. It, uh, so I've got a uh, booth th- um, number is three seventy seven, and uh, it's an aisle three hundred. And what you're going to find there is you're going to find some custom knives that I make. Um, it's just a small selection of what I can do. But besides that, you're going to see some uh, you're going to see some advertisements, some pictures of of some of the adventures that we take people on. And uh, we do survival classes all the way from Colorado here, all the way down to Florida. And you know, really, the way I teach it is that uh, you're going to learn how to primitively um, take it on, to where if you just have nothing but a knife. I'm not going to let you leave a class until you, uh, until you be able to go out and actually thrive out in the wild a little bit. And that's the, uh, that's the kind of the main goal I have. So that, that's incredible. I think that teaching people to survive from that level is so incredible. And, you know, let's get back to Colorado again. We live in a state where you mentioned the weather can change. You know, people take a day hike up into the mountains in shorts and a cotton t-shirt or and you know how and and uh, things like that and all of a sudden it changes or you talked about navigation i i grew up in the Northwoods, minnesota and canada no one ventured out without a compass yet in colorado when i moved here i would run into people in the wilderness who they thought they could triangulate by one mountain peak but they were off an entire drainage or or they're yeah. hand, or using their handheld gps and the battery died what are some of the most common mistakes, most common things, tips you can give people for surviving in Colorado? You know, one of the uh, most common mistakes that we have is, is, is that exactly. I mean, we, we sit there, especially on the front range here, everybody sees the mountains to the west. They feel like they always know what direction north is. And they get in the mountains and they're like, okay, I'm going to go off this peak here well, until the fog rolls up or a storm comes in, and then they can no longer see that peak. And before you know it, they're headed down a drainage going to the entire other side of the state. So um, that right there is probably one of the first mistakes I see, but it's also, you know, it's also they, they go out expecting to, you know, expecting that T-shirt and, uh, you know, to work as clothing. And in Colorado, it can get cold downright fast. And because of that, if you don't have a proper, you know, fire starting material, Fire starter, I always tell people you want to carry two different ways to start a fire. You want to, you want to carry a lighter, something that's really easy, but you also want to carry something in case that lighter goes. You want to carry, you know, magnesium rod, a, you know, fire starter kit of some sort, because here in Colorado, the elements can kill you just in mere hours. 
Oh, you're absolutely right. And I always say cotton kills, too. Even if you if you layer up and you've got cotton underwear and T-shirts on, you may have done yourself a huge disfavor. Oh, that, it, that you know, just just a uh, just a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of falling in a creek or, you know, just a just a wrong step somewhere. And, you know, hypothermia is one of those things that will get you. You know, it's always one of those. You don't really have to worry about food to survive until you find help in Colorado because you're going to you're going to be able to seemingly go somewhere um, and, you know, seemingly be able to probably be, a, you know, around long enough as long as you can beat those elements and beat that hypothermic reactions. So you're going to want to be able to know how to make fire, definitely know how to source water. And, of course, the, of course, uh, signaling. Oh, definitely. And uh, signaling is one of those. One of those big helps, really, that a lot of people aren't paying attention to anymore. It, uh, that sign for distress could be the difference between you saving somebody or, or you know, somebody or you saving yourself. You know, Matt, I know you've got a seminar to get to, and I want I want to let you get to that. And I'm going to let you go here in just a, about 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, I'd love to get you back on for maybe a longer period sometime, and we could really talk some survival. You living here in Colorado, having experienced what you did, I find that even though I personally have studied survival for years, I learned from everybody, and we don't always agree, and sometimes it's good to, to talk about those, and you certainly would be an expert that's welcome. Um, you've got a seminar oh, yeah. starting right now, and then tell people again what booth you're at if they want to come by and talk to you at ISC. Yeah, if, uh, if you guys want to come down to the ISC show, it's a uh, booth number 377. And uh, and you'll see the Extreme Instincts banner, and uh, and then you can come down and uh, chat about some of the wild stories of Naked and Afraid, and find out what it truly takes to kind of try to thrive out there with with nothing. Oh because, yeah, my uh, uh, my board operator said he watches it all the time. He was interested to see which guy you were. He was yeah. really excited you were coming on. Yeah, so. a, uh, at this point now, I've taken a uh, I've taken you know more big game animals than than anyone in the show's history, and have eaten well. But that's really I I often you know I always put that credit towards a uh, really the dedication to not just making it but trying to thrive out there and it's a uh, it's always kind of fun to share some of those stories because you know all, all the knowledge that we all have you know put that together and it helps us all so all right my friend I will see you down at the show in probably about a half hour or so go do your seminar hey, and that- we'll get you on for a longer period of time sometime soon. Yep, sounds good. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Matt. That's Matt Wright. Uh-huh. Uh, he was from Naked and Afraid, and uh, he was also a. Uh, he's down at the International Sportsman's Exposition. We're going to wrap stuff up, but there's. I heard there's some football games going on today, and I think we got a couple guys that are going to be talking about those football games later today. And I thought maybe before I close the show, I could throw my opinion out and pretend I know some sports. And I think we got Orlando Franklin and uh, John joining us in the studio. I uh, uh, got the mics on. Good morning, Orlando. Hey, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to finally, I've met you in the halls and stuff, but we never got to talk. Yeah. yeah. Now, I used to do this with uh, Cecil and some of the guys. They'd come in and crosstalk right as I was about to leave, you know. And they always accused me of ruining their show because I'd ask questions they wanted to tease during the whole show. But the one question I want to talk about you, I've been looking at the four games today, and you know I don't know that there'd be a huge surprise if some of them went the other way than they're favored. Which of those four games has been the toughest for you to look at and, and you know make an opinion on? Man, I got the Colts today, man. I got the Colts going to KC and, and getting an upset. Man, I just believe it's December. You got to be able to run that football 
Colts don't have Kareem Hunt. Spencer Ware might not be able to go today. You know, so they have the backups at the running at the running back position. So I'm taking the Colts, man. They've been running that football really well, and we all know that they could protect Andrew Luck. You know, giving up 18 sacks this year. So the Colts, uh, the Chiefs' defense has struggled all year, and I think the Colts are going to go out there and just get it done. Well, yeah, and the Colts' defense has really come along in the end of the year too. They looked really strong. Yeah, they've been getting better. Absolutely, I agree. I mean, but in this league, you got to be able to control the time of possession. And what I see the Colts doing today is is just running the football, running the football until until that Kansas City defense gets weared out and, and eliminating the opportunities of Patrick Mahomes on offense. And he's going to have to be perfect. And this is going to be the first game that we're seeing him play in this type of weather where it, there's snow in the, when you wake up in the morning on the ground and it's going to be cold out there in Kansas City. So I just believe they're going to eliminate those opportunities on, and those possessions. And Patrick Mahomes is going to have to be perfect every time he steps on that field today because of how the Colts are going to play this game offensively. John, is there one game that jumped out at you? I think you so. I want the uh, – there we go. I want the Eagles and the Saints game. I want the Eagles to beat the Saints. I think the Carson Wentz-Nick Foles controversy that will come from that is is too good of talking, too good of talking points. Now you're talking points. like a sports talk show yeah, host. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be – and it could, it could affect the Broncos and what they, they do. Do you think they can? I mean – no, I think the Saints are going to lump. The Saints look yeah. pretty tough. I think, I've got to wrap things up, but guys, I, it's really great having – they're going to talk football. I bet they're going to talk a little bit about the Broncos coaching too during this coming up. Is that right, guys? Yeah, I think I think we'll find a way to talk about that today. Right are, you, are you surprised <laughs> yeah, by Gary – a little bit. <laughs> are you surprised Gary Kubiak's not staying? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not. not. I, I'm definitely not. I mean, in the NFL today, the offense that we're seeing on a week-to-week basis, these offenses, how explosive they are, and you want to be able to score these 35 points and these just absolutely take it over offensively in the game. Gary Kubiak's not that type of court, coordinator. You know, he's a 25-point-a-game type of person, and his offense is not as innovative as it needs to be in 2019. Well, I think the other thing, and this is the last football remark I'll make, um, is that if I'm a new head coach and I'm coming in and they tell me that my coordinator is going to be Gary Kubiak and I have no choice, then I'm thinking, here's John Elway's buddy. He's coming in and I'm going to be looking over my shoulder. He used to be the head coach. Am I really the head coach? And I think it would have been an awkward situation. I love Gary. I've met Gary. I've spent time with him. I just don't think it would have been a good situation. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? what one great thing about that is John has grown. We see it now. He has grown. He's not going to say, okay, because you're my buddy, you can bring whoever you want to bring. No, he understands that this is the last opportunity, that this might be his last head coach and hiring as a GM. So he needs to go in a complete different direction. So he has grown with his choices that he's making right now. All right, I got to wind it down, but these guys are going to stay, and they're going to talk sports and football for the rest of the rest of the show. So I'm sure they've got a lot to cover. We've got John and Orlando coming up. I'm headed down to the International Sportsman's Exposition. I will be there the rest of the day today all day tomorrow doing the walleye panel at uh, 1 30 today that's one of our biggest draws and we have the kids fishing rod giveaway follow me on facebook terry wickstrom outdoors we'll let the eagles take us to the top of the hour in sports on 104.3 the fan thank you